0: me episode 270 you've got to throw some cold water on this situation start talking about nerd stuff you know nerd culture is mainstream now so when you use the word nerd derogatorily it means you're the one that's out of the zeitgeist system activate
1: yeah. No one listens to the radio. I wasn't even listening. I was listening to podcasts. Podcasts are
0: great. Radio's boring.
1: At least that's what we continue to tell ourselves on a day-to-day basis. Welcome, everyone. Another edition of NetHeads. Very pleased to be here with you. Uh, My name is Will. I'm Trent. And if you want to take part in the program, you can. One of many ways. One of them is a little thing called Twitter. Trent, why don't you tell them how they do that?
0: Yeah, so simple. Just use the hashtag #Netheads and uh, and you know you can ask us things or try and get us off topic or or listen back on the podcast and be like, hey, idiots, uh, that's not the how you spell Wookie. <laughs> oh, that's a callback.
1: <laughs> oh man, that's uh, I, I never thought there would ever be a time where I would say, oh, deep cuts about netheads, but. Deep cut, sir. <laughs> uh, also, mad shout out to uh, I can't remember which one of our listeners it was. It wasn't Simon Seven. It was somebody else who asked when a movie became coffee talk. And you know, I hate to to live up to the um to the uh, stereotype, but here I am with the big old, as Mike Myers put it in uh, So I Married an Axe Murderer, the cup o' chino
0: Oh, it's it, the coffee is like butter. It's like butter, it's smooth. Nope, it was nope. uh, Mike Driscoll. Good, uh, good friend, Mike Driscoll. But yeah. Be like Mike Driscoll. Use the hashtag uh, NetHeads.
1: You can also uh, use a little thing called Skype. I'll forget to answer it. But you know what? I'm going to announce it anyway. NetHeads on our via Skype. Let's just make it simple. Let's forget about all that yeah. other crap. Uh, yeah. Trent, I don't usually do this, but uh, you know, so, like part of the reason why we are, quote, unquote, coffee talking it up today is because we have got a, a special day today. And by Shh, we, I dude. just mean You. What exactly is going on? Because I, I said, hey, man, this is how I approached Trent uh, about podcasting, because, you know, it's not like we have a standing thing anymore. And, and you know, I don't know. Uh, anyway, I think we do. So I just reach out to him and I'm like, OK, I want to pod. There's just one question. Are you
0: in? And I could only respond with the, the time I've, you know, answered that question so many times in my life. I think so. Maybe? I don't, if you can't tell we're can, in trouble. Can you, can, um can you
1: <laughs> I boy, don't know. Okay, you, you, got, you got me there brother, you got me. Anyway, so <laughs> he said yes but there but there were time limits involved. I'm like, "Okay, well what about tonight?" And you're like, "No, not tonight, but I can tomorrow." Yeah. Uh and then tomorrow morning. But you were very explicit and I'm like, "Morning? You know, for Trent or well, that sounds like an odd bet. Why didn't you explain <laughs> to us why there was a morning time limitation
0: today?" Yeah. So, so here's how it works. Um it is WrestleMania weekend, and this is like, this is the Super Bowl for WWE, but not just WWE will, okay? Uh, all the other uh, independent wrestling promotions play off the hype, that is, WrestleMania, and they schedule all of their major events in the same town that WrestleMania is happening uh, beforehand. And so WrestleMania fans, when they book their tickets, they're all they're They're going to end up seeing a ton of different shows, um, not just WrestleMania on Sunday. So last night, you know, we had ROH's uh, uh, Super Card of Honor. We had uh, NXT TakeOver. We had uh, Shimmer 100. Uh, I mean, there was tons of stuff going on last night, dude. And uh, there's a ton of wrestling to watch. A lot of it's on Twitch. You can check it out on Twitch. A lot of it's on the Fight TV app uh so yeah last night was fairly busy and uh today will as it is the super bowl of uh professional wrestling uh you know, you're gonna have some people over you're gonna make my my uh, my famous uh uh dip slash burrito mix it, it's either or however you want to eat it okay wait whoa, in, whoa, 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 whoa yeah now oh, dude well i'm getting into it don't worry i don't know what the
1: hell you just said for the previous i don't know 90 seconds but now you got my attention yeah, tell me
0: more yeah. Okay, so check this out. Okay, you got your slow cooker, right? You put in you put in a couple cans of refried beans, you put in one can of uh black beans.
1: What kind, of, what kind of, of herb you putting in there?
0: Uh none yet. <laughs> understand, understand. Anyway, I'm sorry. So wait,
1: wait, hold on. Let's start again. Or, so uh, it's, oregano usually. So uh so it's the uh, Oregano? Oh, that that's gonna drive people just as abshit as I drive my wife with uh with paprika. <laughs> but okay. Um <laughs> Well, you know, because there was the whole Caprica thing from Battlestar yes. Galactica. Yes, 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 and never yes, yes. mind. Anyway, so so let's start over. So this is a slow cooker recipe, first of all. Is that correct?
0: Yes. Okay. So, so well, I mean, it doesn't have to be, but it, it's easier that way. Well, isn't everything? Because, because here's the thing, man. Like, there's nothing worse than trying to melt Velveeta quickly. Like, because then it just turns into, like, crusty lava in places. So slow cooker is by far the best way to do it so you got your refried beans you've got your uh whole beans you've and then you, you take a big chunk of the Velveeta, you toss that in there you throw in a, a pound of uh brown ground beef right uh you, you dump some salsa in there and now the secret ingredient will the secret ingredient is none other than catsup ketchup catsup ketchup Ketsup. catsup ketchup, ketchup.
1: Ketchup. OK, well, what is what does the label say? That's what I always default to. What are they what are they saying on the bottle?
0: So now so uh, uh, I, so when that episode on The Simpsons came out, when uh, Doc, uh, Mr. Burns was out shopping and he was trying to figure out whether he needed to buy ketchup or catsup, uh there were still a couple of bottles that had catsup labeled. But now everything is labeled ketchup. You cannot find catsup in a, a grocery store anymore.
1: You know, that could be partially and and i'm i'm stretching here okay i'm stretching uh big time but i remember at some point there was somebody one of the hollywood not elites but you know somebody in hollywood was like trying to talk about like healthy eating and you don't know what they mean when they say natural ingredients and that's why your your ketchup you know that's got that's got ox blood in it you know that right um, sweet wow suddenly i that's went into not, I, I almost not, went into wrestling mode i just all i needed i just needed to squeeze it out a little more
0: brother i for you ketchup.
1: <laughs> um but you know it's uh because of that it's probably just the the association with it being an animal product potentially maybe i don't know who knows i don't even understand why you would call something that anyway it sounds like well i've only understood ketchup my whole life and i don't want to get into the whole ketchup ketchup debate i'm really not ready for that trent
0: well, it's kind of like, um, so, uh, if, if you go outside of North America, uh, and you ask for a pickle, they're, they don't know what the fuck you're talking about, dude, that you've, you've got to ask for a, a, uh, pickled gherkin. If you go, uh, to like, uh, Britannia. Well, holy
1: shit. And, and herkin, my gherkin, my friend.
0: I know, which is great because there was a great 1990s ska band called slow gherkin, but it's kind of like jerkin, you know,
1: because, <laughs> Well, and or working. I mean, it's a play off that, but you know, uh, sure, sure. But you know, the, but then of course now the challenge is, of course, is, is you've got to get Gherkin and Merkin in the same sentence as well.
0: I oh, think. Once oh you... my god! On on this past week's episode of Bob's Burgers, uh, there is a Mrs. Merkin. Oh, <laughs> and she, and she is the the community uh, theater pianist. No, oh, my god.
1: she's the pianist. Mrs. Okay. Merkin. Mrs. Merkin. <laughs> Okay, well, fair enough. Fair enough. Mm-hmm. Yes. we'll let him have it, sir. We'll let him have it this one time, just this one. Um yes. Anyway, actually, Bob's Burger, uh, Bob's Burgers. If you uh, have not gotten into that show, and it's and it's kind of got a weird airtime, really. If you're talking about prime time airing, it's in that sure. awkward pre-eight o'clock slot, really, on most, Sunday. Yeah. Yeah. Um, which is a weird slot for me um I, I i like my slots more not weird i guess and you know like yeah, that's something isn't that uh you know i think for a while that's where last man on earth
0: was also dumped you know in that weird kind of anyway my whole point yeah, it's, is it's later now it's later in 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 the evening now okay good. same same night though same channel
1: i wouldn't know because the only time the last time i caught it live is uh was actually the night of some special event and it was like it was one of the award shows in and, and I, re- I think it was the golden globes and and you realize that that fox just basically had thrown in the towel because they decided you know what let's just we'll we'll run a bobs burgers and then we'll th- we'll throw up the second episode of the Oroville to just counter program against Anything and uh, and that was the time I was watching, but anytime I catch that, it does not matter. You don't really even need to know anything about any of the characters. It's a funny enough cartoon where you can just come in and the intro instantly tells you everything you need to know about the series, and then it just lets you come in and you can experience yep. everyone as a nice, delicious standalone episode, yep. so if you haven't had an opportunity to get to it, what I'm saying is it's available on Netflix. That's where I'm trying yeah. to go for that, which, by the way, it's amazing the world we live in. I was thinking about something Trent, because there's an announcement that that went out on the last episode of Smodcast, and it's something that's also going to be popping up in all of Kevin's podcast feeds. And that is the fact that uh, there's been a deal made and all of the past uh, library uh, for Kevin's podcasts are going to be available exclusively after the first six months on Stitcher Premium. So, right. uh, and by the way, it's, it's, I, I know what we've said before about Stitcher, Trent, but this is not your father's Stitcher, okay? No,
0: no. I mean, they've, they've been purchased by, by, uh, uh another company. They've gone through a lot of rebranding and, uh, they're actually, they're actually at the height of their game.
1: And they, uh, the, the, they are now pulling down the, they're not even pulling down. They're just like for your podcast, they're just relaying the live stream or what's available in the RSS. So they're no longer downgrading. The audio quality, exactly. which is the big. Yep. That was my huge, big qualm, right? Huge deal. And, and then and and amazingly enough, so far, I've only seen like like one complaint chain, if you will, on Twitter. But it made me realize something, how much we kind of take for granted the things that are out there. Like right now, Netflix truly has completely redefined what media is. Uh, they uh, have taken it. They they're like the first online surface service that really fully. Implemented the concept of being a media business rather than this rental a distribution.
0: Business. Yeah, a distribution
1: business. Absolutely, but they realized. Wow, we've and, and it's funny too when you think about it that somebody who said, "Wait a second, we've got this massive distribution tool, guys. If we start funneling our own stuff through here, we might be able to write off the cost for advertising, put up quality entertainment, and increase memberships." What do you think? <gasps> and they got all excited. Uh, and I completely agree. But it's it, but it, it is it's redefined the way we think of things and their availability. Like right now as well, I have been really getting heavily into the movies anywhere concept. So all of, if you get a movies anywhere, uh, membership, it's free, but it ta- allows you to link all of your digital media channels together. It goes with the concept that your digital download was basically your right to a software license. And at sure. that point, then they'll say, Hey, Apple, over here on Voodoo, this guy has the Lego Batman movie. he's got the license for it uh and we've linked our account to you, so it's okay to release that content to him and oh
0: sh- sh- as 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 like a stream like like it's not just playing something that you already have downloaded like a like a yeah like an um, uh, like a stream um,
1: yeah yeah that's awesome everything uh and it tells Amazon as well, so even though most of my stuff I go through voodoo because they seem to have the easiest path for I've been going nuts redeeming digital codes for all the digital downloads that i i had to, well i want the digital download option well then digitally well, we download haven't ever it
0: plugged in oh i know
1: df just digitally download it so i got all that i'm getting through all those and you know uh, it's it but that too is redefining my concept of availability because now i'm not just thinking about having to have the disc now i'm now i can sit and watch all three seasons of rick and morty on one computer while i'm doing something on another you know it's just it's there but but if those if that infrastructure goes away I got nothing. Now, with iTunes, you would be able to download. So, you know, and but that's also nice with the Movies Anywhere concept because now you're kind of protected. You've got all these backups through all your available services. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's fantastic. Uh, But then you get into things like podcasts, these very oddly, very not not tangible, but very liquid things. I mean... uh, Here's where I'm getting. The only complaint I've seen is just, you know, it's like, well, it's about uh, availability and storage. You know, if I may have them downloaded on a computer, but if I just want to listen to them on my phone, I can get it right there. Um, And so I'm not interested in signing up for this Stitcher premium thing. So and and that I get. That's fine. I, I totally get that. And in the meantime, you still get all the podcasts for free, right? But the thing that, that gets me is, is the, the breaking point for, for some people. And and I'm in no way critiquing you. If you are listening to this and you are the person I'm not naming the name because I have no qualms about it. I completely understand the concept because their point is, you know, that's the way I, I will digest it. If I, if I want to listen back to the, to the, um, uh, let's see now, uh, what would be a good one? Uh something about Nook Nook from the uh from the early runs of Smodcast, you know?
0: Oh yeah. Blame or, it on Nook or the, or... the Gimli Glider.
1: Exactly. Oh, to be more more topical. Or or even the, the generation of the of what became uh Tusk. You know, if you any of these things totally, you wanted to listen yeah. to. A, any of the Harry Scotter uh items yes, in or run.
0: Some uh some
1: emo kev exactly any of these things you want them in the they're in your history and you can easily get them because you could stream them off a of SoundCloud, or you could go to here and there and do that but but how do i say this and i understand that i completely understand that because that's how it is and that's how it's available right i'm gonna put this as delicately as i can and i am in no way meaning to offend anyone nor i'm implying anything but um Recently, there was a very major event that happened health-wise in Kevin Smith's life, right? Correct. And as has been told many times, Trent, uh, you may have heard the term. Well, uh, you know, I turned left instead, right? So, so those events have played out very favorable in a way we're all very thankful for. For fans of Kevin Smith and his work.
0: Oh my God! Yes. Now, especially, especially where the uh, the uh, the outcome was binary, one thing or another. Right. But
1: what if if instead it had turned left? Right. No, no, left. No, left. Right. Correct. Yes. You know, um, I'm not saying someone would pop up to put up a Kevin Smith conservatory, if you will, or anything else. But, you know, the existence of these kind of things online are are very not guaranteed so right what i'm really saying here is i understand convenience and since they're still free it i encourage you still not to give up on listening to a podcast you enjoy but anybody within the sound of my voice if there's a podcast you truly love and there are episodes you truly cherish at least make sure you've got them downloaded somewhere and backed up because yeah,
0: tot- i agree
1: that Absolutely. availability is and, and and even as a as a as a as a creator and somebody who has had missteps and mishaps Ugh. i mean like yep. right now try trent i got a i got a screaming example are you ready for it hit me try and listen to radio askew
0: yeah try tr- tr- try and listen to the uh earlier part the of first, uh 45 episodes of zeros and heroes ouch
1: see I, and we're people that should know better right oh, yes we and, and, should and, and, and-
0: And now, I mean, but, and, and it sucks that like you have to go through like a learning experience like that to then have like triplicates of your backups in different, in different places and online and on, uh, local, uh, storage. Um, and it can happen to anyone is the thing.
1: Yeah, exactly. Even us, even those of us that should know better. So, so anything you love, make sure you have it backed up. Now I got to tell you though, Trent, that, uh, Lately, I've been so. So that was my whole point on that. It wasn't really to talk about that or do a commercial for the stitcher premium thing, although I got to tell you, if you previously were a subscriber to the smod cost service and you enjoyed the commercial free versions of the podcast, this is a, this is actually a more economical uh, option. If you go for the yearly package, originally Smodcast cost was four ninety nine and then $37 for the year, uh, right. but this is four ninety nine a month. And then it's also, uh, I think it's only like twenty nine ninety nine a year, so that's actually six bucks cheaper. And you get access to everything that's within Stitcher Premium's library, so everything. Oh, that's behind nice! It, I mean, they've even got Trent. They've got Marvel has put out their first audio only comic book about, yes, I've, I've- about Wolverine.
0: Yeah. Yes. I've seen I've, I've, I haven't i have listened to it, but I have I saw the press release for it. It was all, it sounds great. Yeah, exactly. So so, you know, there's uh,
1: there's lots of cool things going on there. Uh, I'm not meaning to do a commercial for that. What I'm really saying, though, is just if there's something you love, make sure you, you ha- do have it backed up and don't rely on it. And also, please don't walk away from any entertainment you enjoy just because of this one thing. I mean, <laughs> it's a very small thing. Uh, oh, yeah. In my opinion, uh, says the guy who doesn't know, although I will tell you uh, again, it, transitioning on. So anyway, that my whole point there was we really we take a lot for granted now with online availability and everything else. I mean, I haven't even opened the the Blu-ray copy of um, Justice League that I insisted on having when I got the digital license because <laughs> I don't know why. But, hey, I got six cool Justice League pins on it. So I'm cool. Uh, I'm happy about that. Because you know we're 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 collectors of things, you know. Oh God, are we? And
0: and our and our things represent our experiences. Funny you
1: should mention that. Um, one second.
0: He's looking for something. Right here. Yeah, I'm looking for something. Sorry, folks.
1: I guess I should have cut to you instead of just like disappearing out of frame. It's cool. Okay, so I
0: uh, I I, I vaped. I mean, vamped.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, not what I was saying, but good, good, good. Um. (laughs) So with, the, uh, with, the, uh, with our good friend uh, Loot Crate, one thing that uh, I had a very busy uh, February and March. I had business travel, business travel, and all that other stuff, right? But one of the things yeah. I always do is the Loot Crate comes in, and, and typically what I'll do is I'll set it aside. Because I'm not going to open it until we do it on NetHeads. Because then I could say, go to LootCrate.com slash NetHeads, yeah. uh, and then you can get you know a discount on a subscription box. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, last, uh, last week, I, I went to go see Ready Player One oh and, dude and just okay we'll get there we'll get there is our have you seen ready player One?
0: No, i haven't but i want to i want to hear your thoughts
1: okay no you don't just go see the movie and oh. experience it yourself <laughs> we'll, we'll hold off on that one then um but uh but uh, it was really good timing because my loot crate had come in that day and and actually uh, okay plug horrific 2018 title of the show uh if you go to netheads on air nope if you go to Patreon.com forward slash whatever it is, go to heads on air.com There's a link for the Patreon. But I did an exclusive and extremely boring thing from the from 2014. I did an unboxing of the Loot Crate box just for uh, the 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 Patreon subscribers to enjoy. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I hope both of them really enjoyed it. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> But it was excellently timed because I opened the box and within was a T-shirt. I'm not wearing it now, but it was like a schematic breakdown of of the of the Out of Time, the DeLorean from Back to the Future, right? Which yeah. which is the the lead character's uh, vehicle of choice that we get to see on screen. By the way, if in case you didn't notice, with the addition of Kit's uh, scanning red Cylon eye on the front as well, so it's like a hybrid between the Out of Time DeLorean time machine and Kit. From Night Rider. Nice. Uh, but that but that t-shirt was like aptly made for for the release of that movie. And everything in the in the the crate really was. I mean, there was this this really cool uh sonic figurine with his rings. because oh, dude, it, I I have some of that same series, but not that exact one. Well, I'll send this to you then. Uh and I'll this stop. well, no, and check this one out too. So the the Marches theme was apparently playback, right? And so yeah, yeah. And, and all of this just screams ready player one, including look at this it's a little dragon with the with the by the way i've now invalidated that this was uh unique and exclusive to our patreon subscribers way to well, go well yeah. but anyway <laughs> but but look at this it's a dragon figurine holding a 20 piece die that by the oh. way that's not just part of that's a 20 piece die it's a functional yeah, yeah. thing so dope so then i realized oh well what's this box is this the one that i meant to go s- to send to my friend down in la that i still haven't sent hey joe how's it going um no, it was the February, February crate that I set aside for opening on air and we never got to a show and nice. I forgot it was there. And I, how I wish I had not because look at the t-shirt that was February's crate. <gasps> is this, is this not the Black Panther sexiness? I, actually, badass. I, I, I got to be honest. Um, Right now, the, the uh, t-shirt is between the camera and I, I have no idea what's actually in frame. Yeah. Uh, please no, no, tell no, me this. Please tell me this isn't from the adult box subscription, it's,
0: yeah. <laughs> right? It's from the Ashley Madison crate.
1: <laughs> instead of the uh, instead of a Black Panther T-shirt, it's the Black Panther T-shirt. I don't know what that means. <laughs> uh, but anyway, so they had cool stuff in it. Yeah, obviously, they got – but that that's the whole thing. It seems like maybe Luke Crate is getting dialed into the fact that uh, I'm sure the next box is going to be something very Avengery in the T-shirt. And I hope so because uh, damn, Trent, damn.
0: Okay, so we are so, I so, cannot believe
1: the 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 era we're living in and what's coming up but anyway, go ahead.
0: Okay, so no, this is this is a perfect thing to talk about, right? I think um and and I I chatted online with um uh uh, uh Brian Young, friend of the show, who uh writes for uh Sci-Fi and then also uh Sci-Fi online and and you know, d- has probably the greatest uh um Star Wars podcast out there, full of Sith. Uh, and, and he gave with, a review with, the greatest, uh, with
1: also the greatest title of a spot. It is, it really star, is. He, podcast. Yeah,
0: and he wrote, he wrote a review, um, for, of a pre-screening of ready player one. And he said, you know, there's, uh, he feels that there will be a, a lot of people, uh, who want to go back and rewatch it for Easter eggs and this and that and the other, but they'll find that it's, it's just not as, as fun and fulfilling as it was the first time they watched it. And I know that there is, a uh, uh. uh Already uh, slated um, a sequel book-wise for Ready Player One, and having not seen it, this this is this is my take on on the whole thing. Um, I don't know if if nostalgia is something that is uh, deep enough to to create a high sci-fi universe out of. Does that make sense? I think so like 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 nostalgia has a lot of breadth okay. but not a lot of depth do you know what i mean is it like like you can cover a lot of like cool fun things but there's not a lot to dive in deeper than just these are cool things that i remembered and enjoyed right mm-hmm. so uh, so that's that's my only critique having not seen the film uh, going into it that like yeah i think this will be a fun one to see in the theater and probably never see again
1: well, I don't know about never see again, Uh, because I'm uh, by the way, I just found out nothing about the video ever started working. So I'm cool with it. But it's great because now we're just audio only podcast, so I can completely nice. relax. Old school, folks. Exactly. So uh, y'all out there, you know, maybe, ooh, you know what we should do? I don't know how you are with animation, but maybe is there a way we could? I, I think I'll just do like a straw man. Uh, um <laughs> old style uh just quick nasty schematic storyboard edit of this episode and yes. that way <laughs> and then we'll roll that out as a video how about that
0: yeah, How's that some, sound? Some, we'll, we'll we'll do some uh some old school macro media uh, animation
1: oh do uh, actually I for reasons I cannot even begin to explain to you uh, there was one point in my professional career where as a project manager I was sent to an Adobe flash course so I actually I can okay. I can do things in Flash. There are I understand oh. the concepts of their animation and actually with the things that they've done. And I mean, even like then, I think it was Flash five flash forwarding now to where we are with the with the Flash product line. I mean, it's right. it's really it's an amazing and easy tool to animate with if you wanted to even find something to play with.
0: Yeah, if you've got if you've if you've got access to the creative suite. Um, I highly suggest playing around with uh, uh. It used to be Edge Animate, now it's just called Animate. Mm-hmm. Animate CC. Oh man, it is sh- like stupid easy to use, and y- you can publish it in tons of different things. Like I've I've used it to create. Um. Uh, so so I had a graphic designer give me uh, a whole bunch of AI uh vectors as as far as like the 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 elements to the animation mm-hmm. and then through that i was able to just animate the whole thing into it so uh, an app that was uh, essentially told when um uh, a river was at a certain height the river and then the fish anyway it's really easy to use you can create videos you can create uh gifs uh really great if you're gonna do um like animated uh sliders on a website or anything like mm-hmm. that anyway yes you're right very easy to use and and there's like Eight different uh, apps now, or software that that uh, Adobe uses that you can animate with. It's it's insane. Well,
1: and most importantly, though, everybody listening to this is like, "Dick, you don't even get around to updating the website." There's no way you're animating this. <laughs> to which I say, challenge Touché. accepted. But you're right. Um, <laughs> valid point. Uh, very valid point. Um. Anyway, uh, okay, so I will. I I won't. This is so nice. I don't have to worry about switching or anything else. You know what? Screw (laughs) it. Let's just start podcasting live on the on the web again, like old days. Yeah,
0: Uh, but I don't. But I
1: don't want to, Trent. I'll I'll get into stick a pin in that because we're still trying to condense a lot in the next thirty eight minutes, almost thirty seven. Um. Okay. So, uh, Ready Player One. My take on is it it uh, is that I, might, I, might, I would still potentially go see it again. But it's not because of the Ready Player One experience. It would only be because my local theater, in my opinion, has gone downhill since it was purchased by the AMC theater line. I've um, heard
0: a lot of bad reviews about the AMC theaters in general.
1: Well, and with with the Ready Player One not in three D, there was only one screening the entire day for that option, and uh, that's the one my daughter and I went to. Naturally, uh, she doesn't like the three D, and I really don't need all the pomp and circumstance. I just and look. Here's what I need. I, I got. I already wear glasses. Sorry, I already wear glasses. Yeah, exactly. It's the bite in the ass, and you don't mean to look like you look. I am saving those last two packages of contacts for a special occasion that requires me n- to wear sunglasses because I'm too <laughs> cheap to buy prescription ones. But you're building an arcade cabinet. Shut up. Don't be logical with me, me Trent. <laughs> that was my inner Trent. Sorry. There's always a Trent with me. You know that, right? I understand that. Yeah. Okay. Good. Uh, good. No, I'm, I'm kind of like the, the quiet id. There you are. You are at all times, even in your own life. It's odd. Anyway, uh, ready player one. Th- I have three requirements when I go to see a movie. It's very simple. I need a dark theater. That's a given. I need a good picture. And the last thing. Okay, I should say four. I need a comfortable environment. And then lastly, I need a good sound mix. Yes. If I'm going to a movie theater, I'm going there because I want to pay for that sound system, I yep. want I want I want my taint to shake while I'm watching a movie. Yeah. No, I want yeah, my, like part of me.
0: That sounds disgusting. More yeah, appropriately, little, I want my taint to quake there. Yes. Yeah. Like like when that when that Hans Zimmer, uh, like um, uh, euphonium hits. I want my heart to be like, oh, my God, am I going to die? <laughs> oh, my God. What's happening? I can't,
1: I can't handle this level of sound. <laughs> yeah, that's where I want to be too. Very simple, very easy. Let's just deliver on it. Um but somehow my theater can't do that. I had a semi-similar experience with Spider-Man. I think what it comes down what it comes down to for me and that was actually in the same theater too. So it could just be that projector or something's not balanced, but the picture quality isn't quite there for me. It wasn't bright enough and sharp enough. And that's not my vision, okay? I wear glasses. Sure. I have a I have a I, I video project in my own home, in my office, up on a wall because I'm a tool. So I but so I know what a good picture looks like in a dark environment that's projected. I know what's possible in the world. Right. Right. And, right. And, and it just hasn't been quite good enough. And then the sound mix has been subpar. I don't hear any elements around me. There's nothing immersive. It just sounds more like a boosted uh, three channel mix to me. Uh, it's just not quite there. So. I would go see Ready Player One if I had the opportunity to see it in a better theater. Uh that said, I'll I'll just say, and I, I don't I, I hate to put this out there, but clearly you're reading reviews and you're listening to people, so it's not like I'm gonna screw you over by saying oh, this.
0: Oh no, not at all.
1: I my biggest complaint about the movie were just the creative choices they went with because they they did They went with the method of adaptation, which we haven't really kind of seen in a while. And that's like, let's just pick out some familiar moments from the story. You know, we'll still have the right. kind of same overall concept, and we'll we'll kind of get some of those key moments people might be looking for, right. But nothing else really matches what's in the book and mm, and okay, and to some level, I kind of get it. Um, but for me, the movie, it was good, but the lead kind of fell flat for me, like the big motivational speech. And that could have been the sound mix for all I know, but it didn't move me like I've seen other things that have moved me like the the lightsaber. I'm not going to lie. I cried when Princess Leia used Space Wizard magic involuntarily and got herself back to the ship in The Last Jedi. OK, I okay. I cried when Luke Skywalker is facing Kylo Ren and he says, you strike me down and I'll always be with you just right. like your father. And I right, right, right. waterworks. Oh my God. And the, so look, I am susceptible, highly susceptible to movie moments. That's my point. So tapping into a guy trying to motivate the entire, uh, world essentially to yeah. move and take action should have given me goosebumps the same way my reaction is still coming from just talking about last jedi moments i'm still got goosebumps yeah, yeah, yeah. from those not not from watching them the first time just describing them now i want to be clear right um and i just didn't get that now maybe i didn't have to because the following cinematic moment is enough to make up for it cuz it is exactly that it is it, it you know no spoilers you've seen the commercials trent the speech works, and basically everyone in the Oasis comes to save the Oasis. I know, big shock. I uh, can't yeah, believe right, I screwed yeah. that one up for you. <laughs> so, so that moment was good, and that that gave it because then water works. See, I'm susceptible, but I just didn't sure, get that. Dude. I don't think they also within the time they had were able to kind of put together the complex narrative the book had because. Mm-hmm. It's very hard for them to convey just how bad it is if IOI gains control of the Oasis, Um, you know, and the only way they can visually represent that is one guy demonstrating how they determine they can fill about 80 percent of a person's Oasis viewing space with ads. And it's like, wait a minute. So so the entire fate of the world is hinging on this guy defeating them to stop pop up ads. It doesn't equate. The stakes don't seem high enough, but they try and tell that in the other part of the narrative where it's like, well, people can build up debt and it's gotten so, the, the corporation is so strong that it sort of works in hand with uh law enforcement. And, you know, if you don't pay your bills and you build up debt the corporation has the right to seize you and the cops won't interfere with that and then you get put into one of these centers to try and pay back the company and the idea is there it, it never it, it's it's like the same way music artists never got their money because of advertising costs and all this stuff that they would build in uh, the cost right. of you working also is an expense so you never get out of the hole it, it's yeah. the, it's the ultimate nightmare version of of what America has already done with, with is credit already,
0: yeah falls deep into Yeah, la- ladies and
1: gentlemen if nothing looks <laughs> (laughs) at real play ready player one to view what the future truly may hold if if it's nothing but financial organizations and corporations that combined as one and we're seeing lots of scary merges but let's not get into that right now Trent. so so the stakes were hard to convey and i get that and i understand the the reasons why they went with what they went like the first challenge in the book is is getting through a dungeon and then playing a game of joust that's not as visually stimulating as being able to give people within the first 10 minutes of movie, a gigantic car race with insane vehicles, creatures from every movie, the T-Rex and this and that. You know, there's a lot they can throw at you to get you hooked right away. I get it. Right. I totally get it. Uh, like I said before, I don't get to make these movies, so... <laughs>
0: I, uh, but, yeah, it, but, but because you're not Steven Spielberg. Yeah, but their choices
1: didn't quite like clearly what happened in the middle of this movie, something that never was in the book. To my recollection, there's an entire scene. One of the challenges occurs within The Shining. The movie okay so they're actually at the overlook hotel or whatever it's called Um, and and they're you know they're getting washed down by the blood and the coming out of the elevators and one of the characters runs into the twins and then sees the lady in the bath I mean they have all that there and it's kind of like this almost seems like it's just Steven Spielberg wanted to give his love letter to Kubrick out there sure. and, and in front of everybody <laughs> and then and, and then be able to work it into his story so uh, I don't know but then again I, like I said, I don't get to make these things. I, I did enjoy the movie. And and the other thing I'll say is that if you don't have the book fresh in your mind, or if you haven't read the book, you come away with a different experience. I went with my daughter, Emily, who is g- <coughs> going to be 15 this year. How'd that happen? Right. Oh, it's that regular progression of age anyway. Uh, and she loved it. She said it was a great movie. So, you know, different experiences for different people. I I was looking for more of the book experience. It's not there. Uh, But, you know, as an action movie, sure, it plays. It's just I don't know. The stakes don't seem severe enough. Right. And plus, you know, it's kind of hard to go to a movie and really enjoy it when you've been coming off of a really good book series.
0: Do you ever find that? Oh, yeah. It's (laughs) excuse me. Still the reason I haven't seen. um, And and I understand it's different, you know, but likewise, I'll probably never watch a movie adaptation of any of the Dark Tower series. Uh, yeah, nothing can live up to that. And and no.
1: it's it's funny, you know, uh, series Dark Tower is very involved. I recently read one. One of those things a coworker tipped me off to this. And um I I should have looked up the author and everything else, but that would be very anti-nethead's fashion. But it's the Bobiverse line of books. I uh, as a matter of fact, I even I actually subscribed to Kindle Unlimited just because I could read the three books for free probably within the time limit and then nice. I canceled it so you know I'm I'm ahead but if I ever go back I'm you know I'm anyway uh, I'm going to try and pull it open while we're here but I also just reorganize things so I got to find everything yeah, it, where, where it it's is at. like is was that part of writing is it, oh no oh but it's probably news and literature that would make sense right but lit- those literature. two together news and lit okay literature Dennis E uh Taylor it's hard to say cuz the stupid checkmark yes Dennis E Taylor uh the first book um is, oh, that one's book three. Don't read. Don't say that one. Will uh, <laughs> I got my shit. So together, it's so magnificent. Yeah, it's fine. Dude, I can't even work. Uh, okay. So the first book is We Are Legion. We Are Bob by Dennis E. Taylor. The second one is for We Are Many. And the third is All These Worlds. And I can give you the, the concept really quickly. And, and it'll tell you exactly why I got so hooked so fast. So it starts off with a tech guy signing a contract to have his head cryogenically frozen, right? Uh, Because he's got an insane amount of money. He's getting bought out and he goes to these engineering uh, symposiums and things. And so the first book kind of incorporates bits of those speeches right before he died. He and he dies. Then once he is back to uh, consciousness, essentially what he has discovered is his mind has been completely scanned at a cellular level and it has been integrated into an artificial intelligence program. Okay. So now he he as far as he determines in the story he's alive but he's now yeah. a program and what they're trying to do is they're trying to make him to be the intelligence that drives a space probe that is able to also self uh, manufacture and replicate things through 3D printing methods in the future so the idea is you power the space probe you're able to go out there you are able to then print the things you need to mine the elements you need to build stuff and more use you can even duplicate yourself because you're a program right sure yeah yeah yeah. so uh so the series is about that and it's also there's some theological overtones because and scarily eerily parallel uh like the storyline that he wakes up to a hundred years in the future uh basically a very uh right-wing maniac is elected president and has a staunch following and when they attempt to extend turn limits he goes into exile but then successfully comes back and holds down a coup and then it becomes a theologically uh, a theological monocracy right. basically at that point so then it's like you know thinking impure thoughts or hearsay and all that jazz so there are people there are factions that are against these activities based on religious beliefs and everything else Needless to say, he gets off to space and then there's the challenges within. But then as he needs to do more work, you have to replicate yourself eventually. And he does. And with each uh, iteration of replication, there are slight differences.
0: Sure. Just just like cloning
1: would be. Well, that's what they say. But who knows, really? I mean, at this point, you're talking about zeros and ones. But you're also talking about this guy was an insane engineer and software developer. So he was already he was also able to purge out all of the back doors and everything that was present in there basically clean out his code. So if it's somebody that's able to, if you're able to self edit your awareness and your uh, uniqueness is part of what may be tied to keeping you sane subconsciously, don't you think you'd be able to insert something into the code that says there's all there's, you know, introduce some slight variation, you know, increase paranoia, 2% increase, you know, uh probability calculation, 1% something. So that way, every time, from that that code base in the future it's changed you know you're getting a unique bob that's different from so, bob 1
0: so does so does he transfer his consciousness or is it a whole new consciousness
1: it's a it's a whole he duplicates himself and restores a backup to a new matrix so it's okay, supposedly so, so he, a so he is perpetually living then Yeah exactly but yeah. then if you think about it he also becomes these many different things and you know and and, and at the point of space exploration everything they do that totally redefines the relationship between the story and time, because this is an individual that also has the ability to, in a virtual reality realm, or even in, in well, in the realm he's in, within the computer, he's able to ratchet up or down his perception of time. Like, literally, sure. imagine a, a, well, actually, we've seen this the, sima- cinematically already. Uh, imagine it's a critical situation. A bomb is about to go off, so suddenly you crank down... No, you crank. Yeah, you crank down the frame rate. Essentially, you're going into flash time and the whole world is slowing down while you're still able to do and think and see things. Right. Uh, and and that's that kind of concept. So when you're on a long trip, you can also switch that dial the other way forward. And as long as things are going automatically, you don't have to be fully engaged for this hundred year trip. You could right. in a hundred years could be five minutes for you. So there's yes. a lot of interesting things in there uh, with the changing perceptions of time. And also the way the story develops, because the moment he clones himself, then it branches out. And I and I guess the best way I could explain it is if you were to treat this entire trilogy, and I've been thinking about this a lot lately, I wish I was a producer in Hollywood, because I think based on the popularity of, of sci-fi now and the popularity of shows like uh, Orphan Black on BBC America, where the kind of cloning concept is is intriguing enough to people. I really think this could be one of the most uh, expensive but really cool uh, what would seem like an anthology series that's actually a part of a large series of stories that kind of all coalesce and tie together because that's what they do by the end of the trilogy. I mean, things go off in all kinds of directions. I've now wasted so much of our valuable time just to tell a really good book series. I, I highly recommend it. If you haven't read it, check it out. That's where I'm going uh, with there.
0: And it's called. Uh, All <laughs> well, oh, you have uh, to do is
1: Google Bobiverse. How, Bobiverse. Bobiverse. Okay. Google okay. that, and then you can see who the books are. Dennis E. Taylor. Great. Just a, a really fun getaway kind of story. And, and when I've been having been doing so much traveling, it was just great because those times you can't sleep on a plane. There's nothing like a good book to make the time go away. Yes, indeed.
0: Uh, anyway, sir, um, uh, what's been going on in your world lately? Uh, just getting ready for WrestleMania. That's about it, really. So today that, is the, and today is the uh, the um uh uh Argentina MotoGP as well. I watched uh, Moto two and Moto three this morning. Uh, be able to catch up on MotoGP the the premier class later uh, this evening after WrestleMania. Oh my gosh, it's so funny you bring
1: that up because I remember way way back in the day. When we first established this, whatever it is between us, after you made that phone call, I just remember like looking at your, it was either your email or there was something and it was moto related and I can't even remember what it is now or something. I
0: think, think,
1: yeah, I, yeah, yeah, I think, yeah, that's exactly where I'm at with it. I used to
0: have, I mean, at at one point I used to have five motorcycles in my garage. Mm. Oh, hot damn. Now you ain't got, now you ain't
1: got no garage. (laughs) Now I've got one. You do. It's just inset. Um. Hey, uh, so I, I don't know what else to say, man. 18 days. People are saying 19 days, but, but let's be realistic, uh, folks. If the movie drops on 427, I'm seeing Avengers Infinity War on April 26 at whatever goddamn showing it is that night. Right. <laughs> let's be real. Yeah, it's true. And uh, the latest ad, it's, it's so funny. There was the thing that came out last week, uh, which was basically started being retweeted by all of the stars. And it was like Thanos, it was the Infinity Gauntlet holding a note that basically said, you know, hey, we're about to start this uh, this culmination of all of these years of effort and work. Lots of people and go on and, you know, the trailer show one thing. Let's do our best not to spoil the story is what they told us, right? Right. And and if you think about it, it, realistically looking at all these uh adverts for uh, Avengers Infinity War, really all we're seeing is is glimpses of battle scenes, more or less. Right. Uh we see, uh, or people talking about what the hell just happened. I'm I can't tell if Gamora is in the Sanctum Sanctorum or if she is on board a ship when she's talking about Thanos. So you know, we don't know how anybody comes together or where anyone comes together. We just know there's going to be a skirmish in New York. There's going to be a, a skirmish on Titan. And right what where else? Oh, and the skirmish in Wakanda. That's all we really know. Yeah. The latest ad uh, includes a little more. And given the box office success. I'm not surprised that the latest ad makes it look more like we're going. We're just we're going back to Wakanda, y'all. It looks like here's a it's it's Black Panther two crammed into Avengers Infinity War. That's what the latest ad looks like, right?
0: Well, and I think that's a that's a smart ad, regardless if it's like five minutes in Wakanda. Oh yeah, just because you know of the 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 success that it's had.
1: Uh, all I uh, the thing that uh, I think going into this, I I try and I. I've learned a lesson, Trent. And that's not really to go into these kind of movies with expectations. Right. Um, we've seen some things. I have no idea how the story is going to come together. And, you know, it, it time and time again, the movies have tried to tell me not to do this because I had no idea what I was going into with Amazing Spider-Man. I only had some scenes. It's like, oh, my gosh, is that is that scene on the ferry? Is that the third act closer? Is that and we were way off. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> there was no way to really track expectations for that. And and for Avengers Infinity War, it's the same thing. I'm trying to just have no expectations because I have no idea how they're going to weave this story together. I mean, but seeing that visual for you, especially because there's a there's an affinity with Cap. And you, right? Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, much in the same way that there's an affinity between Spider-Man and I. There's something that I just. Maybe it's because it's like you always remember one of the first comic book characters where you really, you really dug in and you really started reading stories, right? Right, right, right. Uh, but seeing, um, kind of uh, seeing Captain America grasping the Infinity Gauntlet and seeming to keep Thanos slightly at bay, so much so that if you if you if you look carefully. This could be me reading into it, but it almost looks like Thanos is going uh, uh what? Kind of like the same way uh Thor looked when when it seemed like Cap budged the hammer a little bit. Yeah, yeah. It was, right? like, yeah, just a little like, bit. What? I, I kinda picked up on that too, but you know, it's like I don't I, I gotta tell you, man, I don't have good feelings for anybody involved in this movie because if you remember the original Infinity Gauntlet story basically thanos just he got the gauntlet and all opposition one snap oh, gone it was actually yep. his own family that was his undoing um which is interesting since we do have elements of his family now too and we saw the ad right. where we see him uh, essentially taking gamora i believe um I, I don't know i don't know what to expect out of this movie but i'm I'm not going to be happy with any character's deaths and i and i know we're going to have a few and this one too it's going to be the Empire Strikes Back kind of ending because we know there's going to be a second movie.
0: Totally. Whether yeah. that
1: movie, I don't know. And, and here's the thing, too, <laughs> because I kind of like weigh these elements in my head. Um, I don't think we haven't seen Ant-Man in the ads, and I don't really think we're going to see very much of him in Infinity War. And the reason why I say that is because we've got Ant-Man and the Wasp coming out a little later. And at that time... Right. It, they've made it clear from the adverts that he's under house arrest. So, you know, I have a funny feeling he's like he's staying off to the side originally in this. Um,
0: and and who else haven't we seen Hawkeye? But, you know, who knows where he's at? Ugh, yeah. Thanks a lot. Just Whedon. Don't even get me started on on how he ruined that character.
1: I'm sorry, man. A lot of boy, I you know one of the things I'll never forget is when the original Avengers came out and how pissed off MC Chris was that within, within the first five minutes of the movie, Hawkeye is now a, a, a pseudo bad guy until nearly the end of the movie. Boy was he pissed.
0: <laughs> um,
1: I I don't know. My my whole uh, takeaway from this though is uh, I I really can't wait to see it. I'm so glad Spider Man is part of this story. Because having a Spider-Manless MCU is like Ugh. having a a Batmanless DCU, really.
0: Totally, especially yeah.
1: when you think about the marketability of the character. What are you hoping to get out uh, of Infinity War? What are you hoping they may show us? I guess um, that's the more the better way to well, take. Well, I mean,
0: I mean, we've we so we've seen allusions uh, uh, to mm. Adam Warlock. So that's that's the big one for me is is to see Adam Warlock, and and for me, you can't tell the the infinity any of the infinity gauntlet stories without adam warlock that being said the thing that i've 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 learned the most through all of these films is hey trent guess what these movies aren't made for you (laughs) (laughs) that's true
1: they're made for the the larger audience and things definitely we know they they took a tonal shift because if if you remember it was during um age of ultron or as i like to call it why'd you make that movie um It was Age of Ultron where Whedon basically had to battle for the farm scene by, I guess, um, making a concession of doing the Thor cave water scene to try and bring tie in, yeah, tie in the whole Earth contingent with the concept of Infinity Stones. Right, like this was right. This was important at that time. And then in the first five minutes of Thor Ragnarok, yeah, I went looking for some colored Infinity gems. Couldn't find them. Instead, I found this. It's like, well, wait yeah. a minute. That was, that was it. I, I bet you Joss Whedon is pissed off most of all about that, <laughs> to be honest. Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know. I just uh, I, I think what I really want to see out of this is, is something that I don't think most people would want to see. But I want them to truly show the power of what it means to be a Titan, if you know what I mean, right? Because Thanos is the mad Titan. Well, and, and right. I know that's reference to where he's from, really, but they're also the the Titans, if you will. So you know, it's kinda I wanna see just how truly badass he is, because up until this time, all we've done is seen homeboy sit in a chair, right?
0: Right. And 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 see people afraid of him. I wanna see why people are afraid of him. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, exactly. And uh and and I wanna see I think most of all, I I really wanna see um and this is just selfish, but I just I want to see Spider-man make it all the way through the end. That's it. If I can have those <laughs> two things, they can do whatever else they <laughs> uh, want
0: uh, you're you're a little feared they might kill him off
1: well i uh, here's the thing uh, with the infinity gauntlet, if it's completed, it allows you to m- like manipulate everything. you can rewrite reality, reality yeah. in your own image if you will yeah so um that's kind of why I think the actions of infinity war aren't so important as the second story. But I also don't know if the MCU has the balls to rewrite reality in, or in this movie or into the next. Sure. Right. Sure. Yeah. Because that would basically mean that, that Thanos has just got all of humanity under oppression. So you can't really have these stories and, I just realized my Ant-Man uh, theory kind of has a hole because we don't really know where Ant-Man and the Wasp falls into. Like, it could literally end with them him leading into going away to uh, with the other Avengers for Infinity War. You know what I mean? Right, like, cause yeah, it, true. Just yeah. like comic books, man. We saw Spider-Man's new costume, and then it took us months to find out where it came from. They can drop this any way they want. Captain Marvel, the movie, is going to be set in the 90s. Dude, we got to hear that uh, <clears throat> Clark, Greg Clark, Clark Greg. Uh, Agent Coulson is going to be Coulson, back for that yeah. one because it's a time where he was alive. That's great. Yeah. What a uh, dude! What era are we living in? What is this world? When yeah, did we it, inherit the earth?
0: It's 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 awesome and infuriating, right? And that's and that's why you just got to go into it with an open mind and a big bucket of popcorn and enjoy it because it has the potential for a lot of nerd rage, and at the same time, you know, we're getting these films that we never thought we would ever see. Well, did you see Black Panther? I haven't yet. No. Okay.
1: Uh, and I, I, you know what? I almost kind of get that because if it weren't accessible to me when it was, I could have put off seeing it. I mean, I Yeah. honestly speaking, I, I haven't seen any of the DCU movies in the theater. I think, no, that's not true. I think my wife wanted to go see wonder woman. And we went to go see that,
0: but A I haven't seen it see in those, the theater.
1: I agree completely. And it makes you wonder by the time you got to uh dong of justice, don't oh, know no, that was B- Batman V Superman had the dong of Justice yes this, this was just justice squee Justice right. squee was not very squeeish um know, it makes you wonder okay what happened between here and here um and also why couldn't they find a way just to not use Superman instead of that that creepy digital lip thing and cheekbone thing right. going on <laughs> I digress um <laughs> I just I don't want Spider-Man to live, but it doesn't. What I was saying is it doesn't matter if he completes the Gauntlet, right? And I don't right. need to go full nerd talk on this one. I wanted to be informative and go into some tech talk and all this stuff, but now we've. It, so one of the things that came out of the Black Panther movie, Trent, is that the reason why the Black Panther has strength and uh, strength and agility, and if you're like me, this is going to an- ask uh, more questions than it will answer, but. uh so, the Black Panther, they get the cool. The reason why the uniform is so cool is because it's made from vibranium. And because they've had vibranium for years, they are technologically advanced up the ass, right? Yeah, wait, I mean, of everyone. they look at, I'm sure that uh, they've been, had been looking at Iron Man suit and been thinking, oh, how cute, right? right. That kind of they thing. They just laughed. Yeah, a little bit. Um, so, the idea, though, is that the Black Panther gets his strength and his agility. From this flower that is just indigenous to Wakanda, much in the same way that, you know, that's where the meteor of vibranium fell. And that's why Wakanda is the only one that has it. And they sheltered themselves from the world because, you know, they they saw the way the tribes were were getting angry and and going at each other. They didn't they couldn't think of being invaded on a global scale. Right. So they kind of shut themselves off. So. There's the heart flower, I think, or whatever they call it. so they they grind up the bud from this flower <laughs> um, and then then they make it into a tea the guy drinks it and finally and then they have to bury him and he travels he goes on a, a vision quest to the soul plane or the plane of souls or whatever it is and he gets to talk to his dead dad and there's all this stuff right and then they yeah. wake back up out of that and they've got the Black Panthers powers. So the flower is just indigenous to Wakanda, right? People on the Internet are speculating that what powers the flower is the soul stone. So if Thanos gets the if he jacks up uh, the Nova Corps and he gets the whatever one they're holding, the collector had the, the goo from Thor Ragnarok. Loki has yeah, the either. Tesseract, which is the reason why Thanos' ship shows up at the end right. of Thor Ragnarok, if you ask me. Vision has got the stone in his head. Yes. Right? And then finally, we've got uh Doctor Strange with the with the green gem. Right. So if if we're right about that that stone, like maybe that particular the soul stone was actually encased in the middle it was it was it was put to bed if you will in the middle of a gigantic piece of vibranium and it's powering the stone that's another reason for thanos to be in wakanda to
0: be in wakanda sure yeah because you know
1: from the the ads they make it look like they're saying oh well we'll take vision and we'll go to wakanda where it's more technologically advanced and that's going to be our best bet to stand alone right and i don't think that's the case i think he's like well there's another one of my stones there i'm going there yeah i don't but what were you going to say about that just now before I rudely interrupted again, I don't remember. It's all right. Things happen, man.
0: Oh, just, just, and that might even be how how the film opens. Right? Is is uh is Thanos showing up in Wakanda?
1: It'd be interesting. I don't know. I mean, who knows? We can't see. I can't see how this is coming together. All I know is uh, another lesson that the adverts taught me was civil war. It conveyed one solid message: the difference between movie and uh, and trailers is they will they can they will digitally manipulate the trailer all they want to omit oh, the totally, information yeah. they don't want you to see. How many times did we see that lineup? And it's like, wait a second, there's no Spider-Man, or wait a second, where's the Black Panther?
0: Right, you know yeah. what I'm
1: saying? So, it, it, even though, like for the Wakanda fight scene, we see. A war machine and we see hulk or a hulk buster arm i can't remember which so we only see a few cho- few choice players that doesn't mean those are the only players in play there and the other things we've seen in the other fights who knows right uh, i'm really looking forward though to seeing how if nothing else for as a study in this massive mcu experiment i'm excited to see how they do intend on Wrapping up what has essentially been the groundwork that's been laid through these what they call three phases it feels like an eternity to me.
0: <clears> uh, well, <clears throat> it's, it's been ten years, two thousand eight. Yeah, and I and I really think the one thing too
1: that I'm hoping Marvel will learn from this is that the I think their phases need to be a little tighter. I mean, it it sounds good on paper, guys, and it, it applies right. to your well, comic and, and book it, logic. It sounds
0: great to marketers, right? Oh yeah, we you know we we can keep this going for so long.
1: Yeah, but I think th- I, d- I don't know if we'll see another type of event this large because you got to think about it. That's a lot of seeds to have to plant Ugh. for what the next story is. Yeah, I don't know. I can't believe I just talked about comic books for all of our valuable time. I apologize, sir. In comic book movies, I can't
0: think of it. Any- I can't think of anything better.
1: I know. To talk about well, we've got that coming up. There's going to be Deadpool two, which which I think looks just fine. I'm not having any concerns there.
0: No, not I at didn- all. I didn't is know just- what just. Yeah, stick to the formula. You're fine.
1: Yeah, and I and I think they're going to, mockingly so. Uh, and then and then, like I said, we got Ant Man and the Wasp. There's just so, and Solo. Solo's coming up in May too. Oh isn't yeah, that's it? right. Although I don't know how I. This is going to be our our second viewing of a quote unquote Star Wars story, right? So far, we've only had right. Rogue One to compare against. And who knows how many more of these we're going to get because they truly haven't gone very well,
0: <laughs> right? Honestly, I, I don't know. I, I, Rogue One is my second favorite Star Wars movie. Oh, I know. I mean, to behind the scenes. I mean, oh yeah. Oh gosh, just in yeah, in 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 in, uh, um, casting, role, and crew. Essentially. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It seems like it's it's difficult to get projects and then directors. But then again, I mean, the DCU has its own issues. I mean, how many times have they had a director for a Flash movie so far? Right. You know, it's topsy turvy. Thank goodness we don't have to deal with those uh, those levels of things, uh, and 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 we just get lead our simple lives. Although I got to tell you. I'm kind of afraid for my simple life, too. I mean, we don't do anything stupid online, not too stupid. But did you read about that teacher? A teacher recently got fired because they discovered that she was the alter ego of a uh, basically like a a neo-Nazi propaganda podcast and newsletter. I'm taking it to the extreme, but it was something along those lines, maybe white supremacy, something along those lines. And and I'm not saying we're doing anything actionable here, but it's almost terrifying to, that that now the lines are so blurred between everything that you yeah. uh, you you can't you you really do have to think about your overall even when you do these micro things where it's like well, well
0: and, I'm just doing it for me and a few <laughs> friends, but and and to play devil's advocate on this, you know, had she enough money to take it to court, she could have the Tara, Terry Boyea defense of well that that wasn't me that was the character i was playing hulk hogan
1: well and and i think i believe she went with satire approach as well saying that it was it was satirical in nature it's like well yeah you know i i, I don't mind attempting satire but that's never a direction i ever took it gosh no <laughs> definitely not uh anyway uh anything else you wanted to get out there Trent, before we go now that i've dominated the conversation
0: uh just just uh folks watch watch some wrestlemania enjoy it
1: yeah, I mean, and how many people are you having over to enjoy this burrito filling? Uh,
0: it's an open invitation, so who knows?
1: Who knows? Who? Oh, it's an open invitation? Yeah. I don't think I can make the flight in time, brother. Well, you know. Although that would be an interesting experience, wouldn't it? Speaking of interesting experiences, last thing I'm going to talk about today. Because, <laughs> uh, you know, like I said, oh, darn it. Uh, I can't believe everything failed. We're not running a video. Blah, blah, blah. Part of that is because of like the very nature. We use OBS, Skype, all that jazz. And for a long time, I've been complaining. I've been saying, Trent, you know, it's like I've got this big, beautiful blue box of wonder out in the garage. Yes, it's outdated, but there are updates that could be made to it. It could be used. We could be using it. And think about a world we live in where I'm broadcasting to you on Skype, right? But we're also sending a dedicated feed to like, let's just say Facebook. I know they're a bad example right now with the whole uh, whatever Analytica. Thing going on right now by the yeah, way
0: cambridge analytica
1: did you hear about that the only effective oh, yeah. way to undo all of the knowledge that facebook has on you yeah. is to delete your account completely and start well, uh, a new one yes
0: yeah assuming you opted into it right
1: start a new one but then yeah. think about the impact there like what's your it, are you do you have a, a login for spotify or did you go through facebook
0: i i do logins <laughs> for everything so you're I, a I smart man I, yeah i don't i don't yeah associate
1: it with it. Yeah. I don't like doing that. I don't like doing that at all. It's like, no, I want my authentication to be mine through here. Let's not pass over this and that. But, you know, <laughs> but but you also have to realize too though that uh they own Instagram as well. So you'd have to kill your Gram account and start over potentially. Correct. Uh I'm just hoping we're not one of the ones that were affected by this. Um but if you were, eh, you know, I I I hate to sound callous, but this all goes back to uh the the speech I've had many times about uh What you're trading your convenience for, you know, you got to remember what you're giving up in the agreement, you know, they have the right to your your traffic, your data, your likeness, all these things, you know, you're and we freely give them away. So you have to accept the the price that, that you said you'd pay. And that's right. the price that we pay. If you think Facebook hasn't been doing fun stuff with your data to make you more marketable to them, you know, the only difference between this and anything else is that somebody else was able to harvest more data to, to build further profiles on us. That still right. same yes. thing you should be paranoid about exists in Facebook. Yeah, yeah, yeah. neither here nor there, because it's our widely uh, read platform. Uh, Trent, Facebook is a great way for us to do the video, right? Totally. I'm still testing out a device here for being able to... uh, It's broadcasting straight to Facebook. I've used it a few times. Uh, But the big uh, deal there is you can only provide it with two types of inputs. You can go HDMI or you can go SDI. Now, SDI, wait a second. My globecaster in the garage, that uses SDI. Yes, it does. So we would have to downscale the camera. I'd have to downscale the output for you down to 480p, and we would convert things over HDMI to SDI. But imagine a world where... I say, Trent, have you seen this? You say not. I'm like, well, do you want to do a reaction video right now? Let's watch it. Yeah. And I could literally have you and I window in frame in frame. I, we could be playing the content. You could be receiving the content from me. So you're reacting to it the same way I am. Yeah. And the audience is seeing all of this as well. I could do that now. And the funniest part, and the reason why I bring all this up is because it made me haul out the computers that used to power this thing. One of, both of them running Windows 2000 Professional, sir. Yeah, keeping it old school. The best part, though, is the PS2 connector for, my, for mice and keyboards back in the day. The computer I had to access does not recognize USB keyboards at all Ooh, at boot So I had to. You, fi- you, you need an old eight or nine prong. Oh, time to go down to the goodwill. Let's see what we can find. Because heaven yeah. forbid, I'm going to pay for a crappy adapter. No, I want a whole heavy. By the way, I could. Bludgeon somebody to death with this keyboard i got i could kill someone it is that heavy i felt this and i'm like whoa holy moly
0: what is going on this is is a piece of equipment here
1: you think about it for how old it is all them logic boards in there required to make it go right (laughs) (laughs) right anyway The long story short, too late, either that computer that I powered up or the other one that I'm more than likely going to use to actually power the system, because originally I just switched computers because I was trying to go with a rack mounted approach. And now I would just much rather mount a rack. But that's just me. So um, you and me both. Right. Amen, brother. So uh, but the interesting thing is I I dug a, a little bit into that computer and the old radio SKU files may be there. If they're not, them. wait, if they're not, I'm going to be honest, I know that other computer in the garage is going to work. And if they're not on this one, they're on that one. So there you go. for those of you uh, who have been putting up with the lackluster experience of our Patreon and and you want more, uh, first of all, we're going, I'm probably going to re-engineer it and take some content back down and then repost it so I can take our entire back catalog and get it in catalogic catalog order for people uh, that are subscribers to the Patreon so you can have the commercial free versions of all of our podcasts nice. through Patreon and, and then you get your own RSS feed to get everything uh, and then I will uh, try and also then put up the Radio Askew items that are the trends Radio only Askew. Yeah, we're gonna stink, palm you, baby. We'll we'll bring those back and we'll put those up. Hopefully, I can do it on like kind of a separate feed. I really don't play with Patreon. Uh, I'm gonna start doing more unique broadcasts on Patreon. They'll be netheads themed, but we're not gonna lean on Trent for those. Okay, like Trent is, folks. You got to understand, Trent is the main event. Before we were talking about <laughs> all these sub league wrestling events that you the know undercard. we've been, we've been doing the under we'll do I'll do the undercard stuff, but when you know when Trent's <laughs> on, it's the WWE, baby. That's right. It's the Will Wilkins event, right? There you go.
0: You'll be doing promos.
1: You're the headliner. Shoot interviews. Give me. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Come on. Tell me. Tell me how you're going to take this guy down, Trent.
0: Yeah. Oh, tonight, brother, we're going to go into the ring and we're going to see that the cream always rises to the top. Oh, yeah.
1: I love it. I love it. So we'll we'll add that stuff in. Uh, In other words, I want to try and give more to the Patreon side and, and the reason why. Is because of the final thing that I wanted to talk about that I forgot about, and I'm going to crank it out in five minutes. I know you got to go. Trent had a hard out at 1230 at 1236. <laughs> Way to go, Will. Four more minutes is all I ask you. Indulge me, sir. Done. The latest episode of Smodcast that posted with Brad. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Is it Meltzer or Metzler? Meltzer. Metzler. Uh, uh, Metzler. Is by far, I, I honestly think it may be my number one episode of Smodcast ever.
0: Dude yeah and and what yes i'm and i'm a I'm a Metzler fanboy to no end uh, already all
1: i will all I will say is that if you are if you're questioning uh where you are in life, if you're questioning what you're doing in life, if you're questioning why you do the things in life, or you just want to try and come up with a way to be a better person, even though that's not the topic of that podcast, <sighs> I would highly encourage you to listen to it because it will definitely help you redefine the things you're spending your time on. Yes. I, I got a lot of things going on. I pulled out that globecaster. I'm building an arcade cabinet. I put in a shelf to put stuff on, which means I got to move my movie screen. I got a lot of little stupid shit to do, right? But yep. what is really important? What makes me happy? And, and you know, personally, creating makes me happy. I'm not afraid to sit and do dedicated shows for people on Patreon, just me. And I shouldn't because there was a time where I spent a good two years talking to myself in a garage for people, they interact with me textually, but that was it. Um, So I know I can do that. And honestly, that was one of the times it was it was the funnest for me because it was the most creative and it was the most challenging. So once the Globecaster is up and running, I'm going to start doing those more. Otherwise, we'll probably do audio only or I don't know what I'm going to do. Uh, But but I'm just trying I'm all I'm saying is we're not really asking for your money uh, and you can go to patreon if you want these things I'm certainly not going to point people there uh, for what is going to be these Explorative type shows that I'm going to be doing or you know if Trent's available. He may come in and do them as well Um, You know, I'm not saying you can't buddy. I'm just saying, you know, I'll put out the invite. Hey, I'm here if you want to cool if not cool too. the the rest world anyway, uh, so, so that's going to be going on. So go to netheadsonair.com if you're hearing this. You can check out what's going on with the Patreon uh, once I'll get it re-engineered. And then it's going to be it's gonna be more active uh, if people want to participate. If you don't too, that's fine. I'm just going to use it as my creative space. So if anybody wants to go there, that's fine. I don't mind. I'll even accept yeah. your criteria. But just know it's not like part of the nethead's experience although although half of the revenue does go to benefit trent hunsaker just as everything else does
0: oh well every
1: once in a while we get the the annual hookup you know and it's like trent still
0: mowing my lawn well oh,
1: yeah that's great i'm so glad i made i still feel bad i made that decision for you for all i know you could well it's great i've got my push mower will but really what would have been better would have been food this week
0: no no dude <laughs> no it's it's changed It changed everything
1: really Oh yeah, the real mower has redefined your life.
0: I love it, dude, and my lawn is in
1: way better shape. That is so nice to hear, man. I'm glad to hear that. Yeah. So, uh, so thank you, Netheads Nation, for Trent's uh, mower. That was a uh, that was the proceeds from the from the Amazon uh, associate. Uh, thing majiggy. So, anytime you use the links on Amazon on our page as well, it helps benefit us. Uh, and there we go. So, so anyway, I, I that's kind of going out there uh, going to be re-entering Patreon and and kind of going in that way. And it's because I listened to that podcast and it just made me realize that if I'm going to sit here and do stuff, I should do stuff some stuff that makes me happy as long as it's not encroaching yeah. on my time with my family. And that's what I want to do. So I'm going to get that working. And and I'm also excited because the arcade game, uh, the bar top arcade, I finally determined the theme for it. And it's perfect. Back to the future themed. I I went cheap. I spray painted it with paint that I had available. So it was suddenly stainless steel looking. I put the blue trim on it. And then I realized, well, what do I want in the stupid marquee? And I'm like, oh, I should put, I came up with some few ideas and they're like, oh, I should put the out of time license plate from the DeLorean on there. And then yes. I realized then I could take the blast from the past logo and put it on the side of the cabinet, you know, the shop where he bought the almanac and back to the future yeah, yeah, too. Yeah. And like, how fitting is that theme? Cause you know, if you're playing video games, trust me, you're out of time. You should be doing something else <laughs> and it's a retro arcade box. So why wouldn't it be a blast from the past? I'm so excited yeah. about it. And so much so that my uh, the buttons on it now are are red, green and yellow, because that's the same as the time displays. This one yep. shows you where you're going. This one shows you where you are. This one shows you where you were. You're entering your destination on this key- keypad. Say you want to see the signing, of the Declaration of Independence or witness the birth of Christ. Whoa! <laughs> this red letter date in history or anyway. Uh, now, now I'm just starting to quote a movie that I, <laughs> I could reiterate by heart. Trent, thank you very much for humoring me. Don't forget, folks. Uh, give, tell them the Death Ray Media, my friend. Tell them where to go. Oh, yeah.
0: Go to deathray.media uh, if you want to listen to uh, uh, mostly just a uh, trivia podcast.
1: Yeah. but You know what? That's fun. It's It really, it really is great to sit there and you can just kind of keep score yourself along with. Yeah. And, and the times I do, I like to tweet a Trent. Here's my card. Yeah, yeah, here's how I did. Here's how I did, and he's just like, "Wow, you you would have sucked in person too, buddy. Way to go!" <laughs>
0: no, it's it's you know yeah, that's why you build a team.
1: Exactly, a team of professionals to get you through the trivia challenge. Yes, and help Trent get another hot meal for the week. Oh, so good. Amen. Anyway, folks, thank you very much for tuning in. Uh, my name is Will. I'm Trent. Been listening to another episode of Netheads on Smodco Internet Radio, and we'll be back soon. Uh Uh-oh, I muted the wrong one. Why is it always something at the close? It's always something. Well, the good news is I wasn't blaring any audio at people we didn't want to. Let's try that again, Trent. My name is Will. And I'm Trent. And we'll be back. Soon. This is NetHeads with Will Wilkins and Trent Hunsaker. Signing off. I know, right? But stop being a little Nancy and deal with it. NetHeads. Nethead. Nethead. Nethead.
0: Nethead. We'll be back soon. Goodbye. At Smodcast.com.
1: This has been a production of Smodco Internet Radio. Sir, only at Smodcast.com. Let me ask you one question, Trent. Hit me. How... Uh, how well do you think that little, uh, the little tap tap jingle would be as a ring notification on a phone?
0: Well, um, it's already on my phone, so pretty <laughs> damn well. Do you get any looks as it goes off? No, just cause I always have it silent at work, oh, but okay. if I didn't,
1: well, what's best though is that you also, I don't know if your phone does it, but like mine does it, if you have headphones on, it'll still ring in the headphones
0: oh yeah yeah yes so you still so
1: it's like now how many phone calls are you ignoring though because you know it's just like
0: just because i well i mean let's be honest i ignore them all
1: fair enough and there we go put uh now i'll put back on the podcast we interrupted a belly full of spells and we've done a show
0: done and